Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Infinity Train, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. Sarah Potter. Hello. And Sam Quattro. Hi. We're back for night two of Infinity Train, the five-night special miniseries event on Cartoon Network this first week of August. Tonight is the Corgi Car and the Crystal Car, episodes three and four of Infinity Train, which we'll be talking about, that just aired, and we'll be reacting to them and giving and breaking them down. Um, find our previous Infinity Train podcasts and subscribe to not miss our future ones at OverlyAnimated.com. Our Infinity Train iTunes feed is... Uh, on iTunes and your favorite podcatcher. And our YouTube is youtube.com slash overly animated. Uh, make sure you've seen these episodes and the previous episodes of Infinity Train. Check out our podcast from night one last night and the one uh, from the episode one premiere when that went up at Comic-Con. But we have some pretty interesting episodes, I think, to get into here. So, Michelle, what were your reactions to this night of Infinity Train? Ah, uh, well, okay. So I know we were wondering about the Corgi Atticus if he was coming back. And yes! He is that. I mean, I feel like that the whole first episode was basically fleshing out the pilot with mm-hmm. a, a bit more substance, but more or less, some things were beat by beat the yes. same from what I remember, which was a surprise, but like not a bad decision, I don't think at all. And the crystal car is interesting. I'm mostly just like running on the theories and thoughts, and like they're yes. all kind of spinning together, but like that's the, what this show's made for. So I feel like that's probably the best place I could be in. So, so far, I'm having a good time. It's, I'm still in the hype train, but like my, my, my questions are crystallizing into a thought Ooh. that kind of concerns me, but I don't know if I've seen enough to, to lay it out there yet. So generally, I'm enjoying myself though. Crystal, I like that. I like that. The pun there, Michelle. That was and, not uh, intentional. <laughs> how is that not intentional? There it is. And, okay, Michelle has some theories, and we'll get to them. We love uh, theorizing here. Um, apparently, theories from a, uh, a quieter episode. So that's interesting. We'll see what you found in this episode, though, Michelle. Um, Sarah, what did you think of this night of Infinity Train? Uh, what I really took from this night was that it was really. The, the characters really played off each other really well. It was really funny. I think the humor really hit. Like, I don't think it, the last two episodes weren't funny. I just think these two really showed me what um, what kind of, like, humor they're going for. Because the, the scene where we see all the songs is really funny. And the banter between uh, Atticus, um, Tulip, and One One is really great. It's like especially like one of the funniest things the entire episode is when the entire night was when a one one was like, uh, "Is that my is, is the tentacle monster my mom?" And she's like, "It was trying to kill us." You didn't answer the question. Yeah, the point stands. <laughs> the point stands. That was I. I found that really funny. Uh, and I don't know. I'm not really running on like a lot of theories tonight because I just thought these episodes were really good, and I'm just like, "Wow, that was fun." Nice. Okay, that was, that was fun. That that's good. Sam, did you think tonight was fun? I did. I thought it was delightful. I had a really good time watching these episodes. Um, I'm not as theory-heavy as I was last night, I guess, considering that some of my theories, I think, got proven wrong. But, you know, whatever on that end. We'll get to that. But I I had a good time. I loved... The addition of Atticus, I think he's so cute. And, like, it's a race between him and one one between who's the cutest. <laughs> I can't take it. They're both so adorable. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I had a good time. Essentially, what I think of these episodes as being, like, character episodes, especially um, the Crystal Car, 
where we have you know the Mario Crystal guy and Tulip just being like, ah, I don't want to like bare my soul. It's embarrassing. So I like that aspect of it, and it really shows to me that the show is more than just the mystery. It's also a pretty good character show, considering. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. This, this is I was like really surprised by the Crystal Car. I think this was like way more character heavy than I thought this miniseries would ever get. And uh, I think I'm I don't, I don't know if I was like enthralled by the Crystal Car the entire time, but uh, looking back on it, I, it was just like delightful and uh, just really fun. So I I, I really do like that episode. I, th- I think that there's just so much stuff there. I think coming out of these two episodes, Tulip is like. 10 times the character she was before. And I wow. think that that not like, not that she was bad before, but I think she's like actually a really good character after like, did you have four. to hear her sing? In you had to hear her sing first. No, I think these two, these two episodes really double down on the, uh, si- the science aspect of Tulip. Um, and it, it comes together really well. I, she like, there's a lot of stuff like, uh, the, the correlation causation is from the pilot and then you get the, uh, the the scientific method stuff and a lot of a lot of logic trees and there, and there's a lot of just things that are thrown in but I think this the crystal car handles it really well in like making them all flow with her character and make it feels really realistic too I don't know if I've like seen a character like Tulip in any uh, like a kid shows or animated shows or even, I don't know TV in general where like a young person who's very like science or logic based but just feels like real and still like uh, emotional and a real person like I, it like there's a lot usually these are like side characters and they're either played for laughs or or they don't have that much depth to them and uh, i just i really love what we did with tulip here i i'm i'm really uh really living for her as being the lead of the show um and i think the 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 corgi car was it was distracting i think get that it was like such a remake of the pilot like if you mm. yeah but it was like i, I don't yeah I, I agree with michelle that it wasn't necessarily a bad decision to just include the pilot because the pilot is amazing um and this is like a better version of the pilot because they like, a lot of shows do that though yeah i don't know if yeah, a lot of shows, shows do kind of in, inserted at number three like it's 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 yeah. interesting <laughs> yeah it's weird but it, it was I, that's my main reaction just like that this isn't like a critique it's just it was distracting like having seen the pilot a few times it's like this line is from the pilot this line is not from the pilot like th- that was like the main thing i was thinking watching it but it's it, it i think it'll work better like a little bit more space away from it um but uh the, the the big addition to the end with the uh the panels and the orbs and stuff at the end is really interesting and like a really great addition to the pilot so um i'm i'm very intrigued by the stuff that we get at the end of that also it's just like a really well ex- like the pilot was great and this is just like a slightly better version it's, it's it's all great so i think these are two really strong episodes and um if i was feeling slightly down from episode two which i still thought was good but maybe like uh, a, a, a little bit of a different thing from episode one that we we're expecting i think these two episodes the first one is like fun and then there's some some interesting plot stuff and then the second the second one is uh character focused and funny in a way that uh, didn't know we we're getting from the show. I think uh, this puts us at. Uh, I'm feeling a lot better, I guess now. Not that I was feeling bad before, but I'm feeling pretty pretty optimistic about all these different types of things Infinity Train can do now. And we're only four tenths of two two fifths of the way there on on the show. Thanks for doing both the fractions. <laughs> yeah, you did both. Good good job. Thank you. Yeah, I think we have to do a lot. What what's the percent? Right, it's the, yeah. the we're we're forty percent of the way there. Yeah. Right, so you got it. Yeah. yeah, so we have to do all the math uh, as we're going in honor of Tulip. Um, yeah, I, 
Well, I can't do that. I, I think, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm more eager to talk about Crystal Carr. I think Corey Carr is quicker. So let's start with that. And there's also the plot stuff in that episode, I guess. Um, yes, I, yes, plot stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, that's what I think that's the most fun thing with the show is theorizing. And I know Michelle's really into that, too. So, like, let's um, let's talk the end of the, uh, any any different thoughts than I, than me on, in terms of, like, it's, it may be a little bit distracting that it's such a remake of the pilot. But, like, yeah, if you haven't seen the pilot in a while, there's, like, literal like, lines and sequences are, yeah. are, that oh, are yeah. the, the exact. Like, I've never seen the yeah. pilot, so it was fine. Okay, yeah, I, I, I actually, I'm actually jealous of that. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm jealous I, of that too. I think it would have worked better. I feel like without the pilot, honestly, um, I don't know. Like it's still like the, this, the, this, the Atticus. Do you want to go outside? Do you want to, like that? That's like the but exact that's still same. Fun. That was that's still, still funny, funny. But yeah, it is. And then they yeah. expand on it too. With at the end, with Atticus, like, uh, are you going to do this with every door? So like they they do expand yeah. on some some good stuff from the pilot. Um, I also think they changed. I think they took out the fart joke, which I appreciated. <laughs> no fart car, yeah. yeah no, good. <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet. That's all. That We're not no. going to the fart car. No. <laughs> I, I think they cut it. Like just happy car. about it from the pilot. Uh, I think they reference. They said fart in the first episode. I feel like so. I don't know. Um, but I mean, like, it's a little different to be like talking to like another middle schooler and for it to be part of like an interdimensional train thing. Interdimensional. Well, that's that's a big statement. Uh, interdimensional. We don't. We don't know. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> weird train. That's you magical. Could be right. We don't know. Magical. That's okay. another bold statement. You know, this train oh is God. not necessarily <laughs> magical, not necessarily interdimensional. <laughs> I want a whole episode where they just go to that monster dancing room. That seemed like where the real party was. Do, okay, let's quickly go through all the the random ones that are in our main two. Since we're done, the monster mash car. They referenced that. Too, that was the dancing. good. That was good. Um, awesome. We had Indiana Jones car after that one. Um, there's the car that was just filled with ducks. The car. Um, that, that was my car. Why, why was that your car? <laughs> um, I watched Howard the Duck earlier. <laughs> oh, God. Did, did, right. yeah, did you that know that there would be ducks in this episode? No, I didn't. Also, one one just was... kept talking about ducks the whole time, too. So I was really uh, surprised that ducks <laughs> just keep following my life lately. But you know. I think you just need to get a duck like as a pet. No! <laughs> okay. Cats like that. Uh, I bet, yeah. There, there's the floating instrument car with the, the keyboard. Uh, yeah! That was cool. Because it lit up in different colors, yeah. Yeah, okay. that was a rainbow. Rainbow, rainbow. Obviously, any rainbow, no matter if they're in the order of the uh, gay <laughs> the <red> flag. flag yeah. <laughs> gay <laughs> Okay, yeah, noted. Um, and then uh, in the beginning of the crystal car, they started to the uh, straight-up Italy car. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, I like that, too. That's such a good name. She's riding through uh, on a moped through Italy, and then there's... Uh, a very uh, Tucan Birdie esque Nancy Plants lady. I love yeah. her. No, she's great, and she's better at making pasta now. Good for her. Yeah, Nancy. <laughs> that that was such a that was a really funny beginning. It was like a bit pretty big parody of like uh, Italian movie, like person goes to Italy movie. Um, yeah, know, that's all like, is what's in Italy. Just grandmas trying to steal things from yeah. fountains. Yeah, and, and, and people making pasta. I was like, oh, it's a parody of Master of None, right? Like, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was, uh, it's, it, it, I thought that was pretty fun. Like, uh, that, it seems like every episode, three in a row, we've had like, oh, we're on a random car or cars to start the episode. And I think that could get be a little bit of a tired structure if we do it every time moving forward. But it is also like, you know, we're on an infinite train. We have to shield a bunch of cars. So I, I think, and it is fun to, to see all them. Um, so I'm fine with it for now. Um, but uh, yeah, especially, especially like focusing in on the one, uh, Italy car in the beginning of crystal car. I think that was pretty successful. Um, let's, let's go back to, to Corgi car through the, the red. So we meet Atticus, we meet the, the Cordenia and, um, 
Yeah, I, I don't need to spend too much time on all the, the, the dog world stuff, you know, especially if you've no. seen the pilot. This is all familiar. Sam, what was your reactions to Corgi, Corgi, Cordelia oh and everything? They were so cute. Oh, my God. You're a dog person for sure, Sam. I, I like dogs and cats. <laughs> but, I, you know, I have a really soft spot in my heart for Corgis. They're one of my favorite kinds of dogs. Aww. I love, like, the little patch of sunlight and then one one being like, you know, the sun's going to burn out eventually, so enjoy this while you can i thought that was funny but no i i just god what a world just a world full of corgis it was cute that's that's my thoughts on it i thought it was great and i think atticus is adorable the end yeah does yeah. anyone know what kind of dog the ugly dog was because Probably i like him like a sal yuki well that's really, a fancy name it was tall I mean, it's a fancy and- dog it is a fancy dog. Right? Fancy name for fancy boy. I mean, it looks. I, yeah, that looks right. I think you're right, Sam. That's the closest thing. <laughs> I don't know any kind of dog breed, breed. So nice. yeah, I'm, I'm impressed if you're right able now. to do that. Nice. Yeah, I know all about dogs. I, I the dog the breed was recognizable, but I didn't know the name like Sam did. Okay, I, yeah, yeah, that, um, yeah that, that that was all fun. I like Tulip saying, uh, like, "Hey, thanks, King Dog. Bye." I don't know. I, that was like <laughs> I liked that. Um, and uh, then we get into the, the shadow monster, the spider, all that's the. But, but I think the main thing we insert into Gorgi Car is. Um, is character motivation for Tulip, like a, a, an arc for Tulip, basically. Um, like, uh, at the beginning, she's like, um, we have to go fast, we're not stopping, I wasted time with the, the cat from last episode, um, so now we have to, 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 to go really fast, and Tulip then gets really frustrated that they, fi- they, they find the, the monster and the number doesn't change, um, but then uh, at the end of the episode, she says, uh, uh, I, the, the number changed, I'm not sure like uh, if that's good and i think that's okay for now so she kind of like uh accept learns to accept uh the situation and uh be be okay with what's happening and kind of enjoy the moment um is and i, th- I thought that was like the that's like definitely the biggest addition to the the pilot here and i think it like really brings it home in terms of um, having like a through line for the episode and having a, a, a big arc for, for Tulip's character. And I like how it continues into the crystal car as well. Um, so I did, and I, I, I guess that's something that I didn't, it just in general with like having Tulip having arcs, a character arc and big character motivation. It's not something I inherently thought of when I thought of like Infinity Train as a, as a miniseries. It's like, are we going to spend a lot of time on how Tulip's feeling about everything the whole time? But it's like, yeah, of course we have to do that. She's the main character and it's all about her journey. And uh, now that we're doing it, I really love, I love, I love that we're doing it. Um, yeah, I like it for now, but I'm worried about what, are you what worried it about? might be. In. I don't want to say yet because we have to watch more because I'm not sure. Michelle, it's not like you've seen ahead. I'm but... wrong. But it gives me a little bit anxiety. I'm going to just wait. Just give us till tomorrow. Are you anxious then... about a bad thing happening to Tulip or like? Uh... No. I don't think. I mean, this show is clearly like bad things can happen in this show and that's on the table. But I think it's more about like what the numbers might mean for for Tulip's like character arc. And if like it's what I think it is, then that's going to I'm going to have thoughts about that but i don't know yet so what i think okay mean, well, well we're getting into the speculation part speculation i think the train conductor is definitely the like juan juan's mom slash dad for Ooh. sure i think that yeah, yeah i think it seemed to recognize it and it left it and i think it's because it doesn't know what it is but it's definitely the daddy 
like hundred percent train conductor's daddy. It's Boxman. Yes. <laughs> Not the right show. <laughs> oh man. That show's ruined daddy forever. Or oh, stop. A lot of stuff. Stop saying it, Michelle. <laughs> okay, so to the... The conductor has to be the dad. Slash mom. Uh, well, okay, we'll get back to that in a second. What was your theory about the numbers that we're theorizing? No! Here, so. No! It, yeah, do it. I don't I don't want to do it yet. I want to wait for more evidence. Like, really. I, I hardly ever restrain myself. But I really do want... I don't... Michelle's a Michelle's a secret theory. <laughs> that that's really good podcasting is bringing up a theory but refusing to say it. So. Yeah, <laughs> you're well, you're welcome. Okay, we'll go. We'll leave. No, the what about the, the conductor theory? Well, I think that's pretty strong. Well, it makes no sense. Okay, we'll get to. Are you are you on tomorrow's podcast, Michelle? Can we get the theory tomorrow? I don't even know. We'll yeah, I'm on the next two, and then I'm gone for the last one, which is tearing me apart. But <laughs> well, you maybe everything will be resolved before the last episode. Uh, so I mean, okay, we'll, we'll get Michelle's theory tomorrow then on the numbers, yeah, but. I okay. get the conductor. That is a good theory. That one one is uh, the the actually the 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 conductor's child in some respect. So it does, the conductor does leave after like it uh, sees it. Yeah. So Tulip hits the conductor with the door, but then it stays for a little conductor? bit. Yeah, it's the conductor because it's like um, return to your seat. Right, okay, That's so we're conductor. calling it the conductor, but it's not. You know, we don't know it's the conductor. Guess, the conductor like, says, it has to be. It has. Well, to well be I don't think it's the conductor. conductor. I think it's one of those people that goes around and gets your ticket. You know what I mean? Right, and like the attendant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not its final form. It's I, only I think, attendant. I think we're confusing that. an engineer and the conductor. The engineer is the person who like runs the train. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they do like okay. the coal and the, the the train hole with the fire. <laughs> sure. Because that's okay. how trains uh, <laughs> That's what I remember about trains. They have Don't the fire train hole. hole. You, you, shuffle, you, um, you shuffle the coal in Have that. you been on like a modern train? I don't think that modern trains like are, yeah. Yeah, but not like the old kind. I feel like this is one of the is old Is this an old kind of Okay, why do you, why do you think it's an old kind of train? Why? It just looks like it's all like metally and clunky and makes train sounds <laughs> like an old train does. I think what's been revealed is that Michelle's really a train expert. Like, I think that's what's clear after. <laughs> yeah, did I sell you with that fire hole? I, absolutely. I didn't want you to know, Michelle, that if Kate had heard any of your talk about trains, <laughs> he would he be loses so, mind? he would be very upset with you. Oh no. Yeah. Well don't tell him for sure yeah, then. Don't tell just Sheldon. Secret yeah. for us um, in the internet. Yeah, the okay, the, the, yeah, this is the conductor that's what uh, the return to your seat that's from the pilot. Yeah. But then the the, the, the big thing here is that we get this um these panels open up within the the yeah. Corgi world. Yeah, and it moves the balls around, and the balls change the environment. So it was like changing like code of the train. Why well, is okay. it doing that? Well, let's get the, the, the okay. What we see in the episode is the the the, the conductor is like taking the orbs um, from the holes and like tossing them and like basically just repairing it. It seems like repairing the the car. Um, and, but then Atticus puts the orb back, and then the water stops flowing. From the one, we don't know what the rest of them do. Yeah. So this is like a big thing because we're like, where even are we? Is this like uh, d- different dimensions? Is it, but it seems mechanical, right? Like it seems like this yeah. is like, uh, mm-hmm. it, it's not just this is like. Uh, oh, so a real you're allowed to dimensions and I'm not, Dylan? I said it's not dimensions. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> it's mechanical because it's an old school train. It's not, I mean, 
I don't think old school trains have this tech on it where you can like <laughs> change the. This the one's special. Somebody okay, it's like a special old train. train. Yeah. So this, I mean, it seems like there's tech powering each car with these yep. orbs, um, and it's it's like these aren't like pocket dimensions. These aren't like. I, I mean, also, I feel like this also takes away the, the, the fact this being like a simulation or being Tulip's video game credence because. There are there's are they're already like manipulating the worlds. Let's do like manipulating like and repairing the mechanics of the worlds within a mechanical world. Like it, I, I feel like this is like uh, it would feel weird in that. Like this is um, it's its own kind of video game. I guess each train seems like each train mm-hmm. is is mechanically powered. Each car. Well, I think what this opens the door for. I think the bigger thing is that this opens the door for them to have an episode where Tulip tries to access these things because there was actually yeah. like, a code. Like, it wasn't just, like, it had, like, a special tool to open it. It was, like, it had a code or something. So there's a way for anybody to access these, it seems like, if they know the way to do it. Yeah, it definitely seems right that the cars would be code-based or mechanical in some form, considering Tulip's all about the the technology and the science behind it. So um, it's, at the very least, in theme with this show in general and Tulip. And um, I agree that, like, Tulip can um, hack into a car. You know, like hack into the train's mainframe or something. You know, like uh, it's an old school train though, so it's definitely that wouldn't exactly. do anything, right? Yeah. Well, okay. well it's a special train though, so that kind of counters okay, the, the old schoolness. Yeah, but so it basically takes away the whole point of it being old if it's like new and special. But no, it, the, the aesthetic of the outside is the only way we know okay. it's old. <laughs> okay. Inside's a whole other game changer. <sighs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, so, okay. So, what, Sam? What did you think when you saw the the, the orbs and the, the panels open up? Um, were you surprised by that? Um, I thought it led credence to the whole. This is a video game theory that we've been hammering away on. I mean, you know, we we've been like coming at that at a bunch of angles, whether it be oh, this is actually game design camp, and they're just designing the games, or it's like a game that Tulip is designing in the future, and yada yada, blah blah blah. Oh. Like, yeah. what if the conductor why, why is Tulip but old? To, uh, oh. So she's doing this to her younger self? Yes. It's Infinity Train, because it's always Tulip just going in loops over and over again. I, so I guess the conductor could be, like, the the creator of the game's avatar, like, and he's going in to try to repair the game. Maybe it is Tulip. Maybe it's older Tulip, but going yeah, back like in and trying to, and, like, that's the form it takes inside the game or the simulation to try to repair everything. I could see that. Yeah, older Tulip. That's my new theory. That's is, is the, the conductor characters. or uh, in general? Yes. Okay. Well, they use, in, I mean, they conductor. use male pronouns, but like, who knows what that means? So I guess that could still be possible. Older Tulip. That's it. <laughs> it's just the older only thing tulip. I'm accepting. Okay. No. Um, but a lot of like shows, movies, etc. do that where it's like an epilogue. And it's like, you know, I mean, it's you know, my older self. And mm. it's actually just try. It's like. Her trying to comfort her younger self by putting herself into a game. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, remember that one time I couldn't get into game design camp? What if I just... (laughs) Make my own design camp. Yeah, what if I just, like, make my own adventure for myself when I was a kid and, like, it's... But is is it actually Younger Tulip in there or is it, like, an avatar of Younger Tulip? Maybe it's just, like, an avatar. Maybe it's just, like, code that she made, you know? Yeah. The person she saw die didn't actually die. So basically, Older Tulip is is, is just making a sim of Younger Her for, like, emotional catharsis. 
playing yeah. Sims. Wow, yeah. I have a lot of theories about this show that I did, never thought I would have had about any show, but I'm having them. <laughs> Good, okay. Uh, I mean, uh, to older Tulip is playing Sims. Is uh, I think no, okay. Dylan, sort of. You know how like Steven Spielberg <laughs> always makes like an absentee or like deadbeat dad in his movies. It's like that, you know. Yeah, he does have his tropes. It's it's like an analog for herself. Maybe it's not like, exactly herself. Well, it is exactly herself because we're seeing it. But you know, if this were real life, and Tulip was like, I want to make a game based off of this experience I had when I was a kid when I couldn't go to this game design camp. You know, maybe she wouldn't make a one-to-one analog of herself, but this is the show that we got. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I think I think things being analogs for Tulip. I don't know the, the conductor being a, a, like an, an admin. That's a better. I feel like that's a better term. An admin in the game or the simulation. I think that. Um, I think that's in play. That makes sense to me. What if it's all just Ready Player One? No. No. <laughs> I- <laughs> I reject that. Uh, Sarah, what are you thinking uh, when we get, we're get we having all these theories? Uh, what, what's standing out to you? I just really don't think it's going to be a video game. That seems too... I don't want to say the word obvious. That just seems like the thing that we would most likely go to. Like that, that seems like the first thing your brain goes to. And that feels like they'd go a step beyond that. It feels like there's... It just doesn't fit for me for Tulip's story. Because then it kind of just, I think cuts the legs out from underneath any of Tulip's character development here. If it's just like, this isn't actually Tulip. This isn't actually a person we care about. This is just an AI in a video game. Like, I want this to be someone I care about, and I want their ending to be cathartic in some way. And I think if we just end and it was just all a video game, that won't be what happened for me. Um, yeah, I mean, that's always the danger with those types of endings. But And, and um, I, I'm not saying this, I'm not trying to say, for, I'm not trying to say this theory is bad. I'm just saying that I don't, personally see a way where that works in my head where i it fits what i've seen already maybe i just haven't seen enough yet yeah well well yeah and we've seen we've seen very little i think that the, the panels thing um i think at a broad level what we'd seen before we saw the panels and the the, the wiring and stuff was a very fantasy like not a, th- a realm like a thing that can't be earth like basically like it seems like the train can't be literal like something has to be going on here magical but when you see the panels open up and you see that like maybe everything is just like wiring in some sense everything is like either like light projections or um i don't, I don't know like what a, what it could be like in real but like it 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 it, it, give, it opens up the possibility that this train literally is on earth like and that it's just high tech like uh, the that that's the that's the Dylan, biggest like different conception. But I you're think. forgetting when she when Tulip gets off the train in the first right, episode, so the she outside. finds the cockroach dog. Yes, I, I think I think the outside is the biggest unexplained thing because the yeah. cars themselves can be mechanical and can be real. What's outside of the train? That dimension is obviously not on Earth. So like, is that all just like yeah, it's... dimensions, Dylan? That's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I didn't say dimension. What, what are you talking what about? I <laughs> think about? This whole revelation with the balls and the coding and such. I think, like, maybe this is just a situation where magic and science coexist and work together to explain all of this. Anything that's not sciencey is magic somehow. <laughs> and it just covers yeah, it well, all. Well, what know? is magic except science that's, we don't that's really advanced? Oh, my God. Yeah. Princess well, Bubblegum well, is shook. <laughs> but uh, the, 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 I, I, what we're actually seeing, real, like, everything... 
I think everything we've seen has had a quote unquote mechanical answer to it so far. Like there's yeah, something it, that without the, with the except for this outside, right? Like that's yes, the, the, the cocker stuff. So I, the kind yeah. of weird, well, those could be you know those could be uh, bots or something. I think they that can fly. well they, they okay well they suck out tulips life essence. Yeah, that, exactly. that can't that can't be okay. That's, that can't be it's not a robot. Um, I think the outside in play is that the outside of the car, the like tornado that sucks the dude. I think that that all that could be a giant car in and of itself. Like I think that that's a thing. That oh, you think it's like Russian dolls of cars? Like it's like oh you didn't know you were on another car but this was actually a car too. Well, right? well, so the train she's on is the car inside the, of the yeah the train, train. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> I think that. that's a, I think that's definitely what's happening. Convoluted. Yeah, have you seen so it, this? Is Inception. Have is, we seen this? Like, out of this this first car, which is infinite the, the end cars. of the end of the miniseries is her getting out of the car, and she goes, "Oh no, I was on a bigger train the whole time." <laughs> that's Stay tuned for twenty twenty. Yeah, forever. yeah. It's, <laughs> Season five, the biggest car yet. It's yeah, not an it's, island. I would be really happy though if that was the ending. <laughs> it would be a funny ending. Such a frustrating ending. Oh my god. Okay, so we'll see. I but yeah, there's I think just that the end of Cory card just like kind of changes the perception from maybe magic to mechanical. Not necessarily it's all mechanical, but it like I think these two episodes in general are really focusing it, uh, focusing us in on uh, tech and code and because Tulip's character, but also just what's happening in front of her. Um, the other, the other thing is the numbers, right? Like that we see, yeah. uh, it starts at 109, goes to 101, and then at the end of Crystal Car, it's at 89. Yeah. Uh, um, we saw it fluctuate in the previous episode, but in these episodes, it seems to be going mostly down, her number. Oh, did it go, did it go up in the second episode? It might go, it might have gone up at some point. It generally seems trending down at the very least. Yeah, th- these episodes, I only saw it going down. I only saw it going down. Yeah. She's losing subscribers. In 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 the yeah in the in the second episode, uh, the, yeah, I guess second episode of tonight versus second episode overall. Um, oh, sorry, sorry, misunderstood. What you yeah, yeah, so in in, uh, in yesterday, um, it probably went up and down a little bit. Um, okay. So Sam, is this like her YouTube channel? And uh, she I was... just had like the worst theory that I don't support. <laughs> oh but no! Hear me out. Okay. So. You know the Hunger Games. <laughs> that's that's yeah. a bad start. So okay. It's a popularity number. No, no, it's like broadcast. Maybe this is broadcast, mm-hmm. and the number is like Survivor. the amount of supporters or like subscribers she has. I mean, this is like it's a like it's stream. like the people CNN watching the debate with the thing in their hands. They press up or down, and it's like the line tracking her. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> it's like her it's approval, like her instantaneous approval rating. What if it is like the number of other people also in the train, and it's a countdown to who can live the longest? Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely possible. It does seem to be going down. So I think, like, even though um, last night kind of dismissed the concept that it's just counting down to her death, um, it still does seem to be counting down. So that is that's definitely notable. I mean, I think tonight also kind of just screwed my whole thing from yesterday's podcast, where it's like a hundred good deeds for Tulip. Yesterday, yesterday, people were very focused on this being some sort of morality barometer for Tulip, and I think that's less of a thing. Uh, yeah, tonight. yeah. The I mean, only thing that this? the only thing that discounts that is it going down after the conductor leaves because it only left because of Wan Wan. It didn't leave because she was like trying to save Wan Wan or anything. That's the only thing that's like confusing me. And, and it goes down at the end, even though she's coming to terms with things more, even though she activates the. Uh, the the giant mountain and like it still goes down even though she sings the song right like it doesn't seem to be connected to good deeds now basically mm-hmm. 
I don't, I don't. I think. I think she was good at the end. Yet it went down. Uh, the second mm. Maybe she has to be good without trying to be good. Mm. See, we will I would... get to this tomorrow. My See, theory. Oy. I. I thought I had it because I thought it was the Fibonacci sequence, but it was not quite the Fibonacci sequence, and then I got confused again. Uh, yeah, this is, I, don't, I don't know the Fibonacci Like, subtracting, I mean, like, she was, like, the numbers oh, okay. subtracted, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was I'm not eight, the but then exact it was, numbers. And I was like, oh, it's 13, I'm like, oh, wait, no, it's 12, so I'm bad at math. Okay, almost, yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, it could be it could be some sort of pattern. I think that's definitely yeah. possible. Um, oh I mean, God! Now we have to do math. I, no, 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 oh, no. Got, I, I mean, I don't. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a pattern. I think the number correlates to how good a job she did on whichever thing, and that's the amount it subtracts. Like if she had a really good revelation that she doesn't realize yet, it goes down a bunch. If it's like a tiny one, it goes down a couple numbers. I don't think the numbers themselves correlate to each other it's like the amount of what she figured out that she doesn't know yet that does that make sense that's totally what i think it is i mean that's what a lot yeah. of people think yeah it could, well, it could be a reason for that dylan it's i mean i also the right one yeah <laughs> probably the right um, one i mean we're four episodes in uh it's it's, it's yeah it could be like she is her doing things is corresponds to the number moving in a direction right like that that's generally what people think in a broad sense um, I, I also think, though, it could not be anything related to that. It could just be a pattern or it could be like something we haven't even conceptualized yet. That's it's like we don't know enough to definitively say anything. Maybe we should take a hint from the show and stop. Worrying. Right. We should just stop worrying. So let's talk about the crystal card. Good transition. So, uh, <laughs> <No problem. laughs> uh, yeah, Tulip uh, learning to uh, just uh, be in the moment and uh, appreciate uh, her, her good buds. Right, and I don't know yeah. if that's the moral of this, but uh, for Bruce, yeah, we're in the the crystal car. It's really gorgeous with um, kind of the the crystalline plant structures, the the, the crystal animals too, and then you get this crystal dude who, uh, um, she's talking about the the scientific method, and I also like that she's like uh, momentarily like wowed by the beauty of the car, and then just goes back into I yeah. I am so upset that like we don't have time to rewatch this episode because I want to read everything she has scribbled in her notebook. Yeah, especially yeah. I also like her her charting of the songs themes. Yeah, yeah, I want to see all those notes. I want to see that one too. Yeah, but yeah, I I really related to sometimes being like, oh, pretty nature, I'm distracted by something yeah, else. Yeah. Like that was great. Um, then uh, she, in, she, I was like her interesting bit of tulip trivia. I love um, that. I do that. Too. <laughs> Sam anecdotes. Yeah, that was a very Sam think. thing to say. Yeah, I agree. Tulip trivia. I, I, what would be a rhyming thing for my name? Sam semantics. Or like a like a well, semantics is, doesn't mean that. We'll L- like a, like a, a literature. <laughs> she says they're uh, the, both the, s's. She's talking about the. Uh, they are both s's. That is literature. That's as far as I can get you, <laughs> the, Sam. That's as far as I can go. The, okay. She's talking about the camp uh, and the science camp and the best hypothetically proven hypo- hypo- hypothesis. She like yeah. won that, and then she's like, she got a category disqualified or something later. She's talking about that. Oh, I love this sequence where she puts the notebook away and she says, uh, "Until later, my love," and then kisses it. Um, yes, that was the best. Uh, and then we get this crystal dude, and they're doing like charades. And um, I love him. The crystal dude. Why do you love him? <laughs> He's just cute. He's, He's big nice and bulky, and I can relate. I like his mustache. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he. Uh, He's, uh, I don't know, he doesn't do that much. He's kind of trying to get the message across. Um, one, one, 
uh, has, uh, I think, a few good lines this episode. He says, uh, you never take my uh, psychosomatic condition seriously. <laughs> um, I forgot about that one. This one's such a good deadpan, also. Uh, yeah. Then they're, they're, they have to sing to get it to activate. Atticus is singing. Then one one does, like, the dial-up tone. Oh, um, my God. That, that was really yes. good. <laughs> and then Tulip singing this, uh, what, the emotional song about a couple falling in love on a Zeppelin. Yep. And then she's she starts singing all different genres of of songs, and um, uh, well, one one says, "I like the ones about unrequited love the most. It's like real, you know." Um, I love that Tulip um, doesn't sing great either. That's very satisfying was, and real. She does not sing great. Yeah. She's kind of tone deaf, and it's beautiful. But but she does it really confidently. Still, yeah. like, that's not that's not <laughs> that's so nice. The issue she has in this episode is not that she doesn't want to sing; it's that she doesn't want to sing something that's really revealing of her of herself yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah i can relate so, sam what are the uh what are the what, which of these songs are real you said the last one is a real um, song well, the last one she sings is word up by cameo yeah are any of the other songs real? Are they, um uh, i think alex pointed out that she's sung some milly vanilli the girl you know it's true i didn't like i, I had to rewatch to see that like the uh, uh, uh i love you that sort of thing um, other than that, I couldn't tell if any of them were real, but, you know, this is what IMDb is for, for the fun fact. <laughs> okay, we'll look at the, yeah. We'll well, we have to tweet, at Owen, um, what songs are real? Love, Sam. He's, 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 he said he's ignoring Twitter, though. For Oh, oh yeah, he is. Probably the most. <laughs> probably who else? Ignore everyone except us, Owen. Everyone else on the show, though. Um, yeah, the Atticus is, uh. He's doing the, the this this old thing about this mighty tail and about mustard something right like I don't know and he but, howls uh, and he howls yeah. that's the thing yeah well tulip work is working on the the bridge and then I think tulip who makes the abridged pun right after that but um that was uh I was like oh man um saying a bridge right after tulip was working on the uh, working uh-huh, on the bridge uh-huh. yeah um then uh, the door's locked though even though she builds the bridge and she's uh, she tried every possible emotional theme for the songs and she like takes out her notebook and it's like oh that's what you were doing i love that <laughs> moment it's like i was i thought she was just doing all these genres but she was like a emotional theme chart that she was trying to yeah. activate it with like oh my that was the best that, that was really good that was really really good and uh, she has to uh, find the, the, the she has to find a song that's emotional for her. It's the first one to, she thinks of. Oh, the la- best latch dish effort category. She's from camp, yeah. And um, she starts like listing things she likes, and ends on road trips. And she sings the 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 fam the song your family used to sing on road trips. Yeah, the word up by the cameo. I I love you the- knew what that is. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And and she's eventually like happily singing it to one one in Atticus, and it's like really sweet. Yeah. I'm amazed that's a real song. I thought that somebody who boarded it just did a really good job making a very catchy no. seeming song for it's the a show. Real song. But it's a real song. That's even better. They have to get the rights. Yeah, when when, when is to is, is is so it's the actual song, not just like a parody of it. It's like the actual words to it. Yeah, it's the actual like first verse of the song. Oh, when oh. Is, when when is uh, Tulip gonna sing Crazy Train? Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what if we close this series sure by her seriously? <laughs> What what's gonna like um crazy traders? Oh yeah, one one has to. Sing. Oh one. <laughs> he would be the perfect choice. I like both of those ideas. Either one one just singing crazy train, or at the end tulip turns to one one. Sure, sure it's a crazy, crazy train, train. <laughs> and yeah. then she starts singing it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best ending I think for this. I think that's I think that's what we should be theorizing about. Uh, the, 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 this giant um, mountain comes and like takes the staircase out of its mouth and the key out of its necklace and. Um, oh. 
unlocks the door and her number changes to 89 and she's like huh you know and, and, and the big guy just goes like okay with his hand with his big crystal head it's like that was pretty good <laughs> yeah you, you did a good job bearing your soul back there I feel like the, the the moral being like she was trying so hard to make the number change and so, or something happen or move along and it's like oh I guess uh, you know just just being myself and being real you know that's yeah. what's that's what's yeah. moving mm-hmm. us forward. This me? episode reminds me of what was missing from Adventure Time. Yes, mm-hmm. I thought of that too. Oh, yeah. with the door. Yeah, yeah, the door and having the same to get it open. I mean, but that's I high praise. That's a high praise to compare it to that. Yeah, yeah and, and I think this one actually like works a lot better for being just about one character, really, because I think that episode not not it's not bad. It's a great episode, but I think it like has it juggles like four characters. This one mm-hmm. just has Tulip, and it works really well. Um, what what was missing is like an all time classic. This, this episode's good, but yeah. I'm not saying better. It's about yeah, yeah, those two. Um, but it's that's true. I do think this episode is very successful for being like laser focused on Tulip's character. Um, it's like like zany and um very talky and uh, emotional and like um you know it's not like uh it's not dark or it's not mythology based. Uh, and I don't know. I just wasn't expecting this type of episode in the show, The Crystal Car, and I was pretty blown away by by what we got from it. Yeah, I don't know. Is is, is this like? Uh, I, it, it's hard to evaluate like Corgi Car, considering it's it's mostly just the pilot. But like, I don't know. Crystal Car might be one of the best episodes of the show so far. I'm not. I sure. honestly really miss the cat, and that's just because I know Corgi's can. Atticus is great. Like yeah, Michelle, cat. Michelle, what's not your uh, t- what's your ten second take on the cat from last episode? I love the cat, but I mean, I feel like this show's obviously way more pro dog, and that like kills a little part of my heart. Right? Is is the show anti cat? This has been a big discussion uh, point. I mean, kind of. That's the only cat we have, and she was really sketchy. Mm, yeah, that's that's sad. We'll see if she comes back. She'll Sam, get also, I know that you did an impression of me, and I'll <laughs> never forget. <laughs> Wait, how did you know I'm that? Calling you out. How did you know that? I Wait, what did you know? The last podcast. What? Yeah, it did. <laughs> that's surprise. a surprise. That's. <laughs> Wait, did Michelle I, listen to the uh, last podcast? That's a that's a yeah. shocker. Okay. Oh, I hate it. No, now Michelle knows. <laughs> was that it a good imp- was it a good impression? When Dylan finally gets around to it, but it should be on put the what? The sound, put it on the, the soundboard. Sound? Oh, yeah. so you liked it then? Okay. Well, I was equally parts insulted and flattered, so <laughs> I guess I'm neutral. That's how you are around cats. You're like, oh my god, it's like, <laughs> you're like talking about the corgis. That's why it's like you must be a dog person. I like both. Okay, well that's good too. I'm glad you still like cats, Sam. I like cats. <laughs> no, I see a cat, I immediately reject it. Wow. Uh, Sarah, any other things about these two episodes? <laughs> I'm still stunned that Michelle listened. I know, that's the big shocker of that. Day, <laughs> like, that's but... more shocking than anything else we've talked about. <laughs> anything we didn't talk about from the episode you want to on? Um, I think that there's something of note in that, like, the balls that the attendant was taking out are shaped like 1-1. Like, they're balls, you know what I mean? Oh, I think there's one, someone... one, one of the orbs. Oh. Yeah, I think there's something there. That's, like, the only thing we haven't mentioned that, like, jumps to mind. And then the other thing beyond that, there was something we were talking about with the songs. Oh, God, what was it? Um, I'll come back to it. I'm reading through the outline. I'll come back to it if I remember what okay. it was from the crystal well, car. The outline's useful. That's good. Um, okay. Absolutely good theory. So maybe one one. E- okay. So either one one is train conductor's son. 
or just child. I don't know on one's pronouns. Or it's like the ultimate key of the train and it's missing. But if you can put it in the right place, it could like stop the train back on earth or something. Because he doesn't know who he is. I think that's a big thing. Like, he keeps trying to find his mom. That's obviously very important. I feel like Tulip can't get to where she needs to go without Juan Juan. And maybe he has to do something really important for her involving the train. That's that's a good point. That's a good theory. Yeah, one, yeah, one one's the, like, rope you pull on the bus to get it to stop at the next stop. Yeah. You, put, you just uh, put one one in the... Or it could be, like, the key to the engine. The ultimate. Right? Yeah, the ultimate key for the ultimate pod he has to go inside or something. Yes. Okay. Who posted uh, that one? Don't, no one can see it. Don't worry. Uh, just people just posting pictures of people on trains. Yeah, there you go. Um, the uh, yes, yeah, so I do. I do think one one being a spheres spheres being in this episode. One one could be related to the the conductor. I think there's something here, like in terms of one one being important for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sam, fi- any uh, final thoughts on the episodes? What are your guys' favorite road trip songs? Oh, you can't put me on the spotlight. Oh, okay. Chipmunk's cassette tape from sometime in the 90s. That's Michelle, that is too. the most you think to no, ever say. It blows my mind. No, it's not. That's what my mom had. Since we lived in Utah, and our grandparents were like five but, hours away. So we'd listen to the same cassette tape over and over again. But saying you listen to Chipmunks as a child makes so much sense for you as an adult. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna think about what that means, Sarah. <laughs> right. Sarah, did you remember what you were gonna say? Yes, I did, but I'm still just blown away by this. No, go to, so say what you were gonna say. Um, I just really like that this show is kind of doing this, in specifically in Crystal, the Crystal Car. It's kind of digging into this idea of rationalism versus emotional or irrationalism, mm-hmm. I guess. Way. And I really like that because it's not. I think what um tulip feels in the crystal car is that she's supposed to be not logical but i don't think the show is saying that i think that the show is saying there is logic here it's just you're not thinking about it the right way yeah in the beginning of the episode she's like what's the logical explanation there has to be a logical explanation then it turns out she has to be uh singing from her heart and um it's just i think like a vague moral of like uh just thinking like based on pure logic is not the but the i way, think the that's way to get there. text and i think the subtext is that she just doesn't know the rules of this world yeah no i think sarah's right i think there very clearly is some kind of rule about the numbers going down but tulip is not able to recognize it for what it is and that's going to be like the whole point and, uh, the, and that's cool to have that wrapped up in this episode with a moral like this because i still think it's nice mm-hmm. to show like Le Pay, you need you can be a little more open with your friends and stuff like that, but there is still, I think, a plot thing here. There is a more a larger arc thing being pushed forward here too. Mm, okay, yes. yeah, there's lot there's logic in emotions. I think both thematically and maybe you're saying by the rules of the train too, which is interesting. Yes. Yeah, okay, I could see that. Yeah, I also think it's yeah, it's just a good theme for a character and. Um, yeah, I, I do. Th- I do think, like, considering how tulip-driven these episodes are, like, with looking for what tulips going through is going to be a sign of like what the mythology is doing in, in the yeah. show. I love tulip. I, I really love her after these episodes. Like, uh, I think these were so. This is so good for her, especially this last episode. Like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm. I don't know. Like I said, I really feel like uh, tulip's a unique character on like all the types of shows we talk about, and I'm just like really looking forward to see more of her. 
Yeah, what really character likes onions like that? <laughs> I know that's true. Well, Vidalia, she likes onions because she likes her son. She is an onion. Oh, you know what episode <laughs> this reminds me of? This, what? This, this episode reminds me of a more, like, fo- it focuses on, like, Sokka's thing in the Cave of Two Lovers. But it's, like, it's not just a joke thing. What does Sokka do in the Cave of Two Lovers? I can't he's remember. He's really upset that there's no logic to the cave, like, oh. at all. <laughs> And he's really upset. No, it is the more yeah, because like there is a whole logic to that cave, but it's just like yeah, an the, emotional logic versus well, no, like it's not. It's that you need to make it forward dark. logic, like, I guess. It, 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 I'm just, <laughs> I think I think there's a good comparison. This episode yeah. to the lovers because there's crystals in the cave. I yeah. think that's a good comparison. Well, no, be, no, because yeah, it's it's like they're so focused trying to find the logic of it. It's yeah. just following their emotions led them to the logic of the thing. Like yeah, I feel I, like. I, yeah. I think that's what you're saying that like where the, there's like it's not just that like emotions are the logic it's like just emotions set you free to see the logic I guess is yeah you can't like you can't separate yourself from the problem you're trying to solve all the time and I think you're, yeah that's a good way of saying it too yeah yeah I, I, I think that's yeah that's a great comparison okay I like I, this must be the best episode ever if it's uh, yeah com- if it's comparable that one, to Game of Two Lovers yeah <laughs> Yeah, what's the, 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 no, we won't get into what's the Avatar ships. I ask that every time. <laughs> no, 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 no. What are we, what are we shipping now? Uh, glad one Bond and sad one? one? with um, the sad one. They're brothers. Yeah. Are they? Or are <laughs> they if, married? Who knows? <laughs> I mean, I, maybe they're old men. Wait, Atticus and one one, is that the ship? Is that the hot ship? Maybe. Okay, we'll see. So... <laughs> Let us, know you, let us know what you thought of Corey Card Girl Stakar on the website at overlyanimated.com and our YouTube comments, youtube.com slash overlyanimated, or come talk about with us on our Discord at overlyanimated.com slash Discord. Um, you can also support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to all our current patrons, especially our patron of podcast, Michael, aka Wazowski. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, and Needle. Um, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow to talk. Uh, these next two episodes, whose we won't say the titles for because we're trying not to spoil anything. So trains, um, trains, was, car, something. I think something, I think Cartoon, Cartoon Network's promos also like only encompassed. I feel like up to these episodes. I feel like there's nothing past. That. Very intentional, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, they like played a thing that recapped. Just trying to recap last week that I think they're going to play it before every episode, but it included Atticus, and Atticus hadn't been introduced yet. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> Why are you saying mm, like that guessing, means something? Man. Yeah, but it was like you shouldn't have introduced Atticus that way. But I mean, everyone knows it because we saw the pilot. Oh, exactly. Except for Sam. Except, except for Sam. Oh, that's true. But now Sam knows, so it's okay. Wow. I just want to say my favorite road trip song is Blood Buzz Ohio by The National, by the way. I have to look that up now. Is mm. that like a country I, song? No. Uh, I listen uh, my, to it every time I'm on the road. Anyway. <laughs> My favorite road trip song is any the song that Cade hates the most at the moment. Wow, <laughs> what is that's that? Right. What is it? Oh, it's it's just any music just I listen to. Cade gets very oh, angry you just, about just it. wow, loving really. How about you, Dylan? <laughs> I, I I don't do people have just a favorite road trip song yes! off the top of their head? I don't know a go to. I don't. I'll think about it. Okay, we'll see. Wait, not can... even like Backstreet Boys or something, Dylan. Yeah, come like, on. Like some bad I... pop, like parody pop. No. Okay. Well, <laughs> right. we'll, we'll, I'll try to think about it. I don't think it would be Backstreet Boys, but that's a good, that's a good one. Um, what are that, that we already did that right? Yeah. Okay. So we'll be back tomorrow for more <laughs> Infinity Trade. Yay. Yay! Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you then. Bye. 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 Bye.